0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
1: On this episode of Fantasy Baseball 15, we'll make sure you get your fill of Phillies analysis.
2: Up in taxes. The doctor's been a Dodger. I have That's not true. had uh, three go throughs yet. It works
1: great in a fantasy. League. I'm just
2: glad yeah. I am not at the dentist.
1: Fantasy Baseball in
3: 15 on the Athletic.
1: Welcome to Fantasy Baseball in 15 for Friday, February 26th. I'm Al Melker, and I'm here with Derek Van Riper and DVR. Um, Going to talk about the Phillies on this episode. And two players I think for a change we don't really need to focus on are Bryce Harper and Aaron Nola. Because it seems like they've been sort of perennially uh, a little hard to project. But I think we finally found a, a comfort uh, spot for, for uh, our analysis of those two players.
2: I agree there. And I am still disgusted by the pun that you threw into the intro today.
1: I, I, I caught the little snicker there. Mission accomplished.
2: If this were a video show, people could see the visible disgust on my face.
1: (laughs) I think people could use their imaginations and and probably recreate that in their minds pretty accurately. But let's check in and see if our guest has abandoned us after that horrible uh, intro Uh, we are having on here, uh, Matt Gelb, who is the Phillies beat writer for The Athletic. So Matt, have you decided to stay on with us despite my intro? I've
3: heard every Phil, like Phillies pun there is. So I'll let it, I'll allow it. Uh, but I'm also, I'm also frowning and you can't see me because my video isn't working.
1: So just imagine it. All right. I I think I can. (laughs) So I appreciate the, uh, the pass on that one. So yeah, you know, I think we can uh, go ahead and skip Harper and Nola, but, uh, I think we're all very eager to get updates on JT Real Muto. Is there any news on him and how his thumb is healing and when we can expect him to, uh, join the lineup? I can tell you that he is staying active. I have been watching the workouts the last
3: few days down here, and he is doing a lot. Honestly, it's not, you know, timing considered, all things considered, you know, it could have been much worse. I mean, the fact that this injury happened in the first week of spring training leaves plenty of time for him to be ready. You know, if it's not opening day, I don't expect it to be more than 7 to 10 days into the season uh, that we would see him. And all indications are that, you know, it's going well, uh, you know, that he should be ready by opening day. So he's got this cast on bright blue cast, and he's really been using the time to... He's still catching bullpen sessions. He can catch it because it's it's his throwing hand. He just can't throw the ball back, so somebody throws the ball back for him. So he's been catching a lot of the new pitchers the Phillies have. He's been getting to know those guys. He's watching these uh, bullpen sessions from behind also uh, when he's not catching. So he's staying active. Uh, He's on his feet. He's getting his work in. He just can't swing or throw. But uh, I don't think it's going to be too much after opening day, if it's not an opening day.
1: All right. Well, that's welcome news uh, for those of us in the fantasy world and, and for uh, the Philly fanatics out there. So good to hear that. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Alec Bohm. Uh I think he's really uh, been a popular pick in fantasy league so far. And I think a lot of people are probably looking for more power from him in his second season. Is there a reason for us to expect that? I think so.
3: You know, I think one of the things the Phillies have tried to focus on him with is, is getting more pole side power. You know, you look at his numbers from last year and Uh, he, he has a refined approach for a hitter his age. I mean, he uses the whole field. He's always been really good at going the other way. And I think his slugging numbers going the other way were tremendous. They've, you know, ever since they drafted him third overall, they've really tried to focus on him getting the ball in the air on the pole side. And, you know, it remains to be seen whether that is the right approach for him because I do think he's going to grow naturally into more power. It doesn't mean that he has to be pulling the ball all the time to get that power. He's added some weight. He looks a little stronger. Might not be good for his defense, but that is irrelevant to fantasy purposes. So, uh, you know, I I think a full season of Boehm, you know, could be really terrific. I mean, he was so good uh, in big spots for the Phillies last year and and really uh, had this kind of approach and this profile that was well beyond his age.
1: Well, and I know that uh, we're certainly looking and hoping for more power and just better performance overall from Scott Kingery. You r- recently wrote a piece on him, uh, a.k.a. Scotty Jetpacks, which was a nickname I didn't know he had. Uh, but from what you have seen so far in spring training, is there reason for optimism uh, to think that Kingery maybe can perform more like he did two seasons ago?
3: It's, it's so hard to say because I just don't know if the regular bats are going to be there for him. I mean, he needs to have a big spring to get, you know, to get that center field job. And there's other players he's competing with, Roman Quinn, Adam Hazley, uh, to name a few. And I, I think, I do think Kingery is going to get back to what got him into the big leagues. And that is a more athletic, you know, speed-based sort of uh, game. You know that is his profile. That is him. I, I don't think you're going to see him hit for as much power, but maybe by not focusing on hitting home runs, you know he can have more gap to gap power, which I think suits Scott Kingery better. You might see him try to steal a few more bags this year, uh, depending on where he's batting in the lineup. But he's bat- he's going to be batting probably lower in the lineup. You might see him take some more chances on the bases. I think he should. He's he's a little leaner than he was last year. Uh, I think before when he was hitting at the top of the lineup, he was. Not necessarily eager to take a base because he's got Harper and Hoskins and Real Muto behind him, but if he's further down the order and he's feeling better about his body, I think you could see him try for more stolen bases.
2: Matt, has Hoskins had any restrictions this spring coming off surgery?
3: Nope. I mean, he is fully cleared. Uh, I actually watched him hit off of Aaron Nola today. Uh, You know, he looks fine. He looks like he's in good shape. Uh, I I think he's going to be full go. I don't know that he'll play, you know, every day out of the gate. I'm sure, you know, when the season starts, they'll look to get him one or two days off uh, early on uh, because he's been a guy, you know, in the past who's played pretty much every game. I don't expect that at least in the first, you know, week or two or three weeks. Uh, Brad Miller might get some time at first base. Uh, but Hoskins is a full go, uh, and, he, and he, you know, he feels good.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone?
2: Let's shift the focus over to the rotation. Zach Wheeler entering year two of his five year deal with the Phillies. And, you know, on the surface, everything looked pretty good last season. It was weird to see his strikeout rate fall, especially when the swinging strike rate didn't change at all. It was right in line with what we'd seen from him in 2018 and 2019. As you've watched Wheeler this spring, are you optimistic that we're going to see the strikeouts come back for him in year two?
3: It was a really weird stretch, right? I mean, he traded strikeouts to get more ground balls. And I, I kind of think, Derek, that like if it was a full season of Wheeler, those numbers probably would have evened out, right? We would have seen a few more strikeouts. And, you know, it's so hard to evaluate because it was only, you know, it was an 11-start stretch. It was 71 innings, and that's, you know, maybe like, you know, a third or maybe, you know, a little more than a third of a normal season for him. So I think you're going to see more strikeout numbers this year. Uh, it was interesting that he wasn't living at the top of the strike zone with that four-seam fastball as much. He was using his sinker more. Uh, that could continue to happen. It might not, though. I mean, Brian Price was the pitching coach last year, and he was asking Wheeler to use a sinker more, to locate more down a away. Caleb Cotham is the pitching coach now this year, and I think you might see them go for a little more swing and miss at the top of the zone again with that four-seam. But they're going to let Wheeler do what he wants, And Wheeler wanted to use the sinker more last year, so it's something to look out for, I think.
2: A lot of people in the fantasy community are interested in Spencer Howard. I saw him pitch in the Fall League, I think it was two years ago now, and it's easy velocity. Like When you watch him pitch, it's easy to get excited about him. What do you think his first full big league season is going to bring?
3: I mean, yeah, it is. it's a great profile, but what we saw last year was a guy who, you know, As he got deeper into games, you know, you did not see that velocity. You did not see that stamina. Second time through the order was not good. The fastball velocity dropped every inning that he was in the game. And, you know, Howard uh, attributes that to not being in shape. He lost weight uh, during the shutdown last year before, you know, the sport resumed. He just didn't feel like he was in the right place with his body. He ran into some shoulder trouble again at the end of last year, and that's something to watch. I mean, he's had shoulder issues now for the last two seasons. Wasn't anything structural. There was no surgery. They did a bunch of exams. It was rotator cuff uh, inflammation, uh, which, you know, is, is a little, it's a bit of a red flag. I think you have to watch out for that. But I, the, he has such a wide range of outcomes for 2021. You know, he, he's not going to throw many more than 100 innings, I don't think. Just because he hasn't been built up over the last two years, he's had those injuries and those shutdowns, etc. He could be a starter for them at the start of the season. He could be a A at the start of the season. He could be sort of a fireman in the bullpen in the majors to start the season. Maybe he starts at the beginning of the season and becomes a reliever later in the season or flip-flop. It's really hard to tell. I mean, there is a ton of talent there, but there's not really clarity on what he's going to be this year. I I don't know. I mean, it's it's a tough one. Even if he does start every fifth day, he wouldn't get to thirty stars this year. He's not going to get to more than much more than a hundred innings. I don't think they haven't said what the innings cap is, but there is going to be a cap.
2: Shades of how the White Sox might be handling Michael Kopech this year too. Absolutely, I think. yeah. You know, two two guys with electric arms, but maybe more flexible roles than we might like in in fantasy. Uh, Matt Moore is back after a season in Japan. We've seen a lot of pitchers go overseas, come back with a different arsenal, and have a lot of success. Uh, How has he looked in the early days of camp?
3: I saw him pitch today uh, to to hitters. You know, he looks like he's in shape. (laughs) I mean, I think there's a lot of unknown with him. I mean, because it wasn't just a year away in Japan; it was also, you know, the last time he threw a pitch in the Big Leagues was April 2019. He suffered a really bad knee injury while he was with the Tigers, and there were some encouraging things. I think he threw about 10 innings. For the Tigers in 19, before he got hurt, but there were some things to really be excited about in those innings. He had a high strikeout rate, wasn't walking anybody. Uh, he went to Japan. He threw his cutter more. He said he started to throw his breaking balls in different counts because uh, he realized that the Japanese hitters have a different approach. I mean, they're all not always not swinging for the fences. Uh, you know, he had to do some different kind of sequencing than he normally would here in the states. So I think that will benefit him. I don't know if it's going to translate over. Uh, you know, we've seen some guys who are on the fringe, like you said, come back and really have success here. I mean, they're asking more to be kind of like a fifth starter for them. I mean, they're paying him three million dollars. Uh, they're not expecting greatness here. But you know, Bryce Harper, we were talking to him the other day. He said he specifically uh, singled out Matt Moore. He said, I believe I'm paraphrasing, but he said he could be a goldmine signing for us. Uh, so Bryce has seen something that he likes, and obviously there's you know a top prospect history there with Moore. So he's he's interesting. I mean, we just there's <laughs> so much unknown. He's basically been two years since he threw a pitch in the majors.
2: Yeah, I really wanted to see what happened after those first couple starts in '19. So that season-ending injury was a shame. You know, obviously for Moore himself, but for all of us to see if he actually had made some major adjustments that were going to stick. But we'll see how it plays out this year. Uh, let's talk about the bullpen is there going to be one consistent closer Did the addition of Archie Bradley solve that puzzle? Or do you see this being a a nasty sort of committee where they can mix and match a lot and fantasy players are just frustrated, not knowing who's actually going to get the ball in the ninth inning.
3: So rest assured fantasy baseball players. This is what Joe Girardi has said, and he has said it numerous times. He wants to find roles for his bullpen in 2021. Now, are those roles going to be defined right on opening day? I, I don't know. I think there's a chance that they aren't. I I do think, though, they're going to leave camp here with a closer. And it's going to be either Archie Bradley or Hector Nurse. And those two guys might end up being interchangeable at times. Uh, but I think one of them is going to win the job this spring. And and who, who will win it? I, I don't know. I, I do think it's down to those two guys, though. And I think you'll see the rest of the bullpen sort of Fill out. I don't think it's going to be a strength for this team. I also don't think it's going to be historically bad like it was <laughs> last season. Maybe the worst bullpen in the history of the sport. It was so bad that it probably prevented them from making the playoffs. Uh, it will be better, slightly better. You know, they added Brandon Kinsler on a minor league deal, and he was a closer for Miami last year. I don't expect him to have that role on this team. I think he's more of a middle reliever if he makes this team, which I do think he will. Uh, Tony Watson, another sort of middle reliever on, on a minor league deal. But Hector Naris and Archie Bradley are the two uh, big guys to watch in this bullpen. And I think one of them will get the majority of save opportunities.
1: Well, that's uh, really music to our ears because uh, I think I won't speak for DVR, but I certainly miss the days when we could just assume there were going to be defined roles <laughs> in the bullpen. So makes it a little bit easier on us in fantasy. So on that happy note, uh, that's going to wrap things up for this episode of Fantasy Baseball in 15. If you're enjoying this podcast on a platform that allows you to leave a rating and a review, we do appreciate it when you take the time to do that. So, Matt, thank you so much for uh, taking your time out uh, to uh, help us out with some Phillies analysis here.
3: Thank you, guys.
1: Yeah, our pleasure. Absolutely. So for Matt Gelb and for Derek Van Riper, I'm Al Melkier, and we'll be right back here on Monday.